Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, blogger, and podcaster. And I am Sam. I am a nurse, powerlifter, podcaster, and co-host of The Selfie Show. Today, we are off the clock with our girl, Ashley Kay. Oh my gosh. Board certified physician assistant, a blogger, content creator. I'm so excited about today. Also, PA, but diving a little bit into the world of plastics and aesthetics, which you know Tori and I live for. Absolutely. And she has a super interesting journey, which we're going to get into with her today. Um, But before we pop off on that, Sam, what is your unpopular opinion of the week? Listen, I stand by this. I value my dog over most human life. (laughs) My dogs, plural. Moses matters too. Rambo and Moses are, yes, absolutely. I feel like this is such an interesting thing because we saw this as an unpopular opinion. And I think that it's so interesting... I saw the reverse of it too, where it was like, I don't understand how people could value animals over human life. Right, right. And I'm like, easy, because humans suck. I know. There's so many shitty people on this earth. And just the whole idea of like, you can, you don't choose your family, you choose your friends. Like, no, I'm sorry. There's so many instances I can think of where I'm like, hands down would take Zorro over these people in my life. Absolutely. There is no (laughs) unconditional love like love from a dog. Tell me, there there are literally times where you hear that garage door open, you love Jacob, but he's walking in and you're like, I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you right now. Maybe I'm annoyed yeah. with something you did earlier. Like, totally. Nope. Uh, same thing. You see a friend calling or texting you and you're just like, no, not mm. in the mood. Don't feel like mm-hmm. you right now. There has never been a time in my life where Rambo and Moses haven't been like, mom. <laughs> And like, so, so I kick the trash out and they're like, you're back. I love you. They're like Buddy the Elf when he's like, I love you. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Like every time I, yeah. I go to the bathroom and I come out and it's like, yeah. there she is. Aww. My favorite human. Yeah. That is unconditional love. I love that. It for doesn't you. matter if you gain weight, lose weight. If you look like shit. Yeah. Like your dogs. They're never going to talk back. No, you know they, they fucking talk well they can give a, they can protest they definitely protest literally the other day i was rubbing rambo's belly and every time i'd stop he'd paw my oh, hands like to keep he's like mom yes excuse me it's like copping a mad attitude but i know and animals just, are just so helpless and you know there's a little element of you just they they rely on us you know our dogs and our cats and our horses yes, yes all for the crazy too. horse ladies out there but Here's how I even described it. I remember when I first got Rambo and my ex wanted to like do something. And I was like, he's a puppy. Like I can't leave him. And he said, he's just Mm -hmm. a dog. And this actually changed his whole way of thinking. And then he became obsessed. I was like, look to us. He's just part of our life. Mm -hmm. We have a job. We have a dog. We need to work out. We have groceries to buy. We got to cook. We got to do laundry. Like he's part of our life to him. We're in his entire world. Yeah. Everything his entire world revolves around us. Right. So also he's not just a dog. The whole idea of, you know, people able who have kids and then are able to take PTO or like sick days for their kids. But like, why shouldn't we be able to do that for our pets? I've called in sick for my dog. Absolutely. Like, don't worry about why I'm sick. For some of those who, who don't have kids, you should be able to do that. They're your family. They are. If I have to take my dog to the vet, I'm not coming to fucking work. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But their life depends on us. Also, like there's so many sucky people. Like if I saw a dog on the streets, I will like 
Oh my gosh, you in Bali with all the dogs there, or not in Bali, (laughs) that was Colombia, wanting all the puppies. I I couldn't, I wanted to cry every time I saw one, I wanted to take them all home. There's shitty people, like, honestly, I have a, I don't even care. Also, yeah. I I have an uncle that I fucking hate, I cannot stand him, I don't care. We all have one of those. He's a piece of shit, Mm -hmm. I don't care. We have that family member. Whatever, if he died, I wouldn't even go to his funeral. Yeah. I don't care if that makes me mean or whatever, or a bad person. Just because someone's blood related to you doesn't mean they're not a shitty person. And I would be so much more sad, like, if your horse died, or my other friend Victoria, who's cat is like everything to her I would be I would shed tears absolutely I feel like also just thinking of my mom if my dad called me and said oh your uncle died I'd be like "Mm." Mm, all right well what time's dinner like okay there was a question that makes me a bad person like what's the one thing that would make your mom cry and it's funny because I was thinking about it and I'm like literally nothing I can think about would make Lori cry except for the idea of Zorro dying Oh my God. If, if I made that phone call to her, I literally, I cannot even imagine the reaction that she would have. It would literally give me so much anxiety to think How about that. How long do horses live for? The average age between 20 and 25 oh, years, but, but ponies and like little ones, honestly, like 40 years sometimes. Wait, it just is depends. Is a pony not a baby horse? No, <laughs> no. Ponies and mini horses also very different things. Like a mini horse yes. is actual mini horse yeah, versus pony. Mini. What's mm-hmm. a pony? A pony, it's a breed or it's like a type of breed. Totally is like different. A, is it like a toy poodle like it's just a fucking small horse it's like comparing i'm trying to think of like to dogs like what i, it would I be. always thought a pony was a baby horse no What's no a baby it's horse a breed called? uh colt or a filly what? and then as they get old you have you have geldings you have stallions what is happening a stallion has balls geldings I, don't really megan the stallion has balls <laughs> lots of balls on her yeah, she does <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a one thing that would make my mom cry. I like, I, yeah. even if if my dad, cry, if my dad we died, I feel like my mom would be like, anything happens to my dogs, yeah. there will be a podcast hiatus. Oh my god, sorry, yeah, but they're gonna live forever. They are. So it's it's fine. fine. We're here for it. Okay, guys, we are getting into it with the guest of this week, Miss Ashley K. Okay, so she's a board-certified PA. She formerly worked in cardiovascular surgery, and she now practices in our favorite plastic Mm -hmm. surgery. Um, She's located in Florida, and she shares her lifestyle, skincare, obsessions, motivation, mindset, balance with the work grind and hustle. Yeah, we love this for her. So we started following her a while ago, but she's been blogging since she was accepted into PA school in 2016. And she shares her path for students who are facing similar hurdles, which I really love because I feel like that's something that Sam and I are both very passionate about as well. She's just amazing over an IG. If you're not following her, you guys definitely should be. She blends her life in medicine, passions, and relatable part of the medical world. And she shares that on social media. And so without further ado, let's get into it with Miss Ashley Kay. Thank you so much, Ashley, for taking the time to come on today. We're just so excited to get into it with you. I'm happy to be here. It's honestly an honor to even be asked by you guys, first of all. Oh, well, we need your unpopular opinion because that's how we like to kick things off. Yes. Okay. So. Make it spicy. Feel free. <laughs> Don't hold back. Listen, I have so many. And I was trying to think of all of the non-cliche unpopular opinions. But I will have to say that, and I've said this before, so it, just excuse me, but it is not true that your dream job has to feel like you're never working a day in your life. Um, I think that whole idea mm. is completely backwards because obviously it's gonna work is gonna feel like work and should feel like work, but 
doesn't mean like everything's going to always feel like rainbows and butterflies. Even if it's like oh, your. That. That's like when people say, if you love your job, you never work a day in, in your life. life. Bitch. Yeah. yeah come if on. I didn't now. have to work. I would never exactly. work yeah. a day in my life. Like if come I had the now. financial means to never work, even if I loved my job, I wouldn't do exactly. it. Well, I also hate saying this too, but the, it's literally called work. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, let's keep and it real. Yeah. Like, let's yeah, yeah. take off all yeah. the rainbow butterflies. Exactly. So it will obviously feel good, you know, and you will be successful at something that you're meant to be doing, but will it feel like you're not working? Absolutely not. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even doing things that you love for, you know, for example, mm-hmm. for us, the podcast, right? Or, you know, it's, it's sometimes it feels right. like work, you know, and you just for these things when you're on when you're doing something that you love, obviously you love it. But yeah, right. I love it. Right. There's always going to be mundane, <laughs> tedious tasks for sure. Absolutely. Yes. So for people who don't know you, um, let's get a little background, a little context about your life journey and your background and things like sure. that. Um, so I'm Ashley, Ashley K or um, on Instagram with Ashley K. I am Florida born and raised. Don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but um, you know, it's always <laughs> up in the air. I, um, I did my undergrad training at UF and then I moved to Tennessee for PA school. Um, and then I moved back because I love the sunshine. Um, and I first started in vascular surgery and now I'm in plastic surgery, but, um, yeah, my whole blog started in 2016 when I was applying to PA school. Um, I was kind of inspired to do that by not having really anyone to look up to or give me advice in that, you know, area of stuff. So, um, after that, things kind of just dominoed effect. Yeah. I feel like you have such an interesting story with the blog too, just on that note. I feel like, um, you know, just doing some research on it too, there really aren't any other PAs doing what you're doing in terms of blogging. Over the years, of course, there's become like so many accounts, just like everything else. It's a very saturated market now, but, um, I would, I definitely feel like I was one of the OGs, you know, Mm-hmm. Yes, I won't say. <laughs> I would. I would agree with that. <laughs> so, what kind of made you even want to pursue PA school? Good question. Um, like, there's so many different areas yeah, of healthcare. What right. drew you to PA? Right, and because we haven't had a lot of PAs, we've had a couple, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is why we also wanted to get you on because we love this person. Yeah, yeah, and of course, right? Because you know, with your nursing backgrounds, I so I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I was very much very social in school and I think it just took too much focus to actually be a good student. But when I got into undergrad, I definitely like kept my head down, studied a lot. That's when I became serious, um, as far as, Hey, okay, it's time to figure out what I want to do with life, but I still didn't know. I just know I wanted to help people and that the human body was pretty cool. Um, and something that wouldn't bore me. I feel like I often get bored easily. And my mom always said that. So I don't know. Um, so honestly, my friend, it's kind of ironic. My friend who is now an NP and I were at the beach one day and she's like, Oh, you should look into being a PA. And I was like, what the heck is a PA? And she described the PA profession and how you can, uh, you have lateral mobility and you know, you don't have to go to school as long as, um, physicians and surgeons. And it really appealed to me. I didn't really know much of it at the time, but it really, really appealed to me. So after that, I looked it up and just like kind of geared everything towards PA school. But at one point I thought I wanted to go to nursing school, honestly. And I 
I haven't mentioned that often because it was pretty dead end very quickly. I went to a nursing advisor and she was like, yeah, you're never going to get accepted here. Like, you know, your GPA is not perfect. And I just remember what is wrong like, with what? people in our profession. What a she was just hole. an older, oh you know, I don't even know if she was a nurse herself. It was just an admissions lady. Right. Like who even knows right. what happened to her that morning. She was having a bad day or something. Regardless, I left crying and I was like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to do anything? Which changed the course of your yes. career. I love it. So then I just kept <laughs> taking science classes and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I found out about the PA profession and the rest is pretty, pretty history. But um, yeah, I don't think I really ever considered anything else, to be honest. I'm really curious for you, like as a kid, who would you say was your role model growing up and why? So... I think as a kid, I had a very diverse childhood and by that, you know, split homes and my dad is super country and I'm his only child. So I was very much my father's son in the same thought because I grew up like hunting, fishing, did all the boy things. Um, And then I would go to my mom's house and go to like, you know, dance and soccer and all of these sports events and church events. And so as a child, I don't think I really had a role model besides like just diving into two different worlds. And then as I got older, my brother, who's about like 12 years older than I am, kind of took over our family business. And I saw his hustle and the business mindset and, you know, really grinding out to get to become successful. So I'd say he was probably my role model if I had to pin it on, you know, just one single person. So when you were in PA school, is that when you kind of shaped what area of practice you wanted to go into I always think it's so interesting because it's such a wide open door for PAs and then you guys all specialize right in like some really like specific specialties yeah. but how you guys all kind of get there it's kind of it's just so different than the it is so are. so so different because I ask the same questions in nurses yeah I just don't understand it as much because you know <laughs> like there's no reason why you probably would be exposed to it but um personally Honestly, it's a free-for-all, right? Because you only have one elective in PA school. So it's like, how do you even know? Like, you haven't even seen everything. So how do you know what you want when you haven't even seen all of your options? I'm the type of person who always wants to see all of my options, know everything that's on sale before I pick out, like, what the best deal is. So honestly, this is my perspective in retrospect after leaving vascular. Um, I think it's just based on your experience in PA school and then with your elective on where people go. Um, Because like you said, we're all so randomly specialized and we're trained generally. So I think the main thing that tips us off to not go into general like family med, internal med, unless if they absolutely love it is probably the pay and the hours and the reputation that it has. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Realty. Because you're coming out with all these loans and you know, you're just like, I just want to hustle and pay these things off, be the best I can be right. We're all like this achiever mindset. Um, Personally, I found vascular just because I'm this, you know, achiever type. I don't know if you guys like the Enneagram, um, but it's like this constant. What number are you? Do you know what number you are? I'm a yeah. Ah, I'm an, an eight. eight. I'm a seven eight. I'm an eight. I'm Ooh, an eight. Challenger. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Seven Solid eight. eight. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so much to say about that. Okay. I make everyone. I, every single person I meet has has to take the test. Like it's yes, like something I, I have it. to know about someone. Always. Um. But yeah. 
We're similar in that yes. way. <laughs> Sam Sutton over here, like you're like, mm. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to see the facts. <laughs> I'm like, I am what yeah. I am. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Little Tess can't tell me who I am. I love that. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, you know, vascular, I wanted the most challenging. I wanted the most hardcore thing I could do. So then I knew after that I could do anything, but it kind of backfired on me. Well, I'll, I'll tell you about that later, but we'll get into it. Well, actually, I kind of want to dig into that a little bit. So, um, so in terms of PA school, well, you know, what's interesting is that I do feel like there's some similarities, like nursing to PA in terms of we both start general and then you can choose that specialty or and whatnot. But I am really curious to dig into that for you. When you were starting as a PA, okay, you graduated. Like, let's talk about your next steps and, like, the decision to go into cardiovascular surgery. And, like, what was that like mm-hmm. for you? So, honestly, I graduated, moved back down to Florida. I hadn't made any connections because my program had put me in my elective in Tennessee. Um, I tried changing last minute, but there was some political, like, misunderstandings, and, you know, I got stuck in Tennessee. So then I couldn't really market for myself down here and meet and have those connections. So I started from scratch in Florida when I came back, and I really just threw my application out wherever it would stick. Um, But then I was introduced to the system that that I was hired in, and there was a lot of specialties hiring. So the recruiter that I was working with through that hospital had kind of given me my options and was like, are these any that you'd be interested in? So I went and shadowed and um, I really wanted to, I just loved the challenge, honestly. Like that was, it seemed like I said, the most hardcore, like the most I could do. I wanted to do the most, like how obnoxious is that? I wanted to just... Balls to the wall. Uh, that's the energy I love. Like saying I it out loud, I'm just like most. that is obnoxious of me. And it's I definitely got I definitely got that. Um, so you know when I was hired, even the onboarding like the onboarding admissions people, they were like, oh, like vascular as a new grad, they're like big personality. And I was like, huh? like what do you mean? They're like, mm, queen. Just a little hardcore. Am I the drama? This like petite, like little girl walking in like, hi, smiles all the time. And then woof. Um, So yeah, um, (laughs) I think it's all honestly overall dependent on the experience. Most people wouldn't, I didn't know what vascular even entailed. I honestly thought it was CT surgery. Um, Meanwhile, it's everything but CT vascular is every other vessel besides the heart essentially and the brain but even still like internal carotid and up or in depth i would assume this is me assu- sure, this is sure. me assuming don't come for me <laughs> that vascular or that line of work is very male oh. dominated is that correct uh, is it yes it's very okay. much correct can we talk about yeah, that a little bit sure. yeah like what was that like for you cuz you're diving into a yeah. seriously that i think that that type of mentality it's kind of like what you're saying like you're digging into very um, intense personalities. You're digging into some very intense situations, male, masculine dominated profession or area of, of line of work. Can you yes. talk about that? So let's just say I had, when I started five, six, I think six supervising physicians, the PA before me had quit. And there was one girl who was also a PA there who had been there for six months. 
she was the only other female in the OR with me besides like, you know, your CRNAs, your circulating nurse, the people, the OR staff. But with that team, there were no women. Um, and granted, these men had been practicing for so long. They are people that I would trust like myself, my family with. But is it an OR that other people want to be placed in? No. It, it is so intense that I just, I wish I knew how to describe it. Um, basically, when you hear of the neuro OR, people are like, oh, it's like crazy in there. Like there's nothing worse than a neurosurgeon besides a vascular surgeon. But I was going to say, I have seen, I've sat in on a cardiac surgery and I was like, yeah. So those are like, bro, you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm like, why are you yelling, bro? Why yeah. are you yelling? And you honestly have to be a mind reader in the OR because there's not a, there are, there are moments where you talk and moments where you don't, but as a new grad, you don't know the dance. You don't know how to help the, in the best way. You need someone to teach you. And if the communication isn't there, you're, you're literally attempting until you fail every yeah, single time. You're high and dry. Every single time. So if you can imagine this personality coming in like, oh, all chipper, gung-ho, like, and, you know, I studied every day after work. Um, but yeah, so bachelor is very male predominant. But right before I switched over, we got a female surgeon and she is the bomb. She was like the first female to go through her program in 25 years. So you can imagine all of the toxic like culture that she had to go through. Honestly, I commend any female surgeon that is currently working today that is not a bitch. Sorry. Can I say that? I don't know. Love Uh, that. Yes. Have you you ever talked to us? (laughs) Well, I figured, but I didn't know like as a guest. I don't know. Um, She... Well, yeah, no, you're right. Because I think it's almost like in that line of work, it makes you hard, right? Or it makes you feel like you have to be... You have to turn the switch on. You have to be cutthroat. Yes, cutthroat. You have to stay... You have to... You're competing. Right. You're competing, but you're competing on an un... Like, not the same playing field. You will never be perceived the same. Well, and it's like no one's keeping score. Like, it's not a real competition, but it low-key You're like in a men's locker room, you know? Like, it's... Yeah, it's the it's the good old boy mm-hmm. club. It's the boy right, club. It's right. you're playing in that kind of field. Yeah, there's not enough words for the love I have for all the female surgeons I work with because they are like bosses completely. They're so badass. What was your role like, just as a PA in the OR? Like, what mm-hmm. were you physically doing? So first assisting. Um, I you know prep, drape, help get the room like ready, and then I scrub in. You know get everything started. So then when the surgeon comes in, they just have to cut. But, you know, as you develop as a PA in the OR, depending on your supervising physician and, you know, that relationship you have, the trust you have, the training you have, um, sometimes I would dissect down on my side of the leg and he would on his, and then we would, it would make things go faster or I'll float. You know, I was very routinely closing um, up the that's so rad side and all of that or sometimes we would double team on amputations and I would just you know do most of it and then they would just so cool boss it was a lot it was a lot yeah (laughs) okay can I just say suturing 
is such a hard skill. Okay, so suture. Well. Have you ever tried to suture? Suturing is hard, it's man. Hard. I, yeah. Let well, me tell you, yeah, it's a definite skill. My PA school didn't. I think know I'm how too to blind. I'm like I fucking can't see. <laughs> well, I'm basically dyslexic in the OR really? because I was taught right-handed and no one knew how to teach me left-handed. I'm left-handed, so I suture right-handed, oh. like. Oh. So I use both of my hands um, in Whoa. surgery. But it's definitely a That's skill. Crazy. I'm also a big fan of plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of both of these also things. Also same. So. Two of my favorite things. Realty, two of our favorite things. things. Making a change yes. and plastic surgery <laughs> give me all. The best, okay. the best. What was your decision to move out of that specialty and then into plastic surgery and why? I always wanted to do plastic surgery, first of all, or at least thought I did. Um, I had scrubbed in on a few cases in school and tried to get my elective in plastic surgery. Didn't work out. Like I kind of had mentioned a little bit before. And then when I moved down here, all of the plastic surgeons were like, no, we want you to have general surgery experience and, or we want you to already be an injector. And it's like, how am I going to get any experience if like no one wants to hire people without it, you know? So, um, then I was like, okay, I found vascular maybe this is me. Like, this is such a challenge. I'm going to make myself the best at this. And I'm going to like basically force myself to love it. Well, it turns out didn't love falling in love with it. Like I had planned, but then I met my surgeon now and he is literally like the male version of me. <laughs> like we are like two peas in a pod. He's amazing. We love that. And like very much encouraging, like you, you fly as high as you want to fly and I'll help you get there type of thing. So I think that, that attitude and that, um, you know, you need to have a good relationship with your supervising physician. And I don't think I had realized how much it mattered when I originally had my job because it's it all comes down to personality. And if you can literally hang out with that person every single day and not hate life. So, um, yeah, it was basically when I, I had actually sent my application out, he saw... He saw my CV come across his desk and then he was like, oh my gosh, let's interview now right away. So yeah, once I met my supervising right now, it just clicked, honestly. It was like, what? Like, And then he had called me a few weeks later and he was like, hey, I, I heard you got married. Like, how is everything? And I was like, you're asking about my life? What? So yep, here that's where we are right now. Um, and it's going great in that aspect, for sure. What's, like, your favorite part of plastics? Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. the satisfaction of results. Yeah, it's so, like, life-changing. Whether it's the reconstructive or cosmetic. Like, either way, you're, someone's life has changed for right. the better. So, right now, we do a lot of reconstruction. Like, in my supervising he did a extra fellowship in craniofacial so we do kids with cleft palate um, oh, my lip. Muffins. um we also do craniosynostosis so the uh, mm -hmm. mal-shaped heads and um so all of those are obviously very much rewarding but then you have you know the woman who had breast cancer and now wants to have implants to restore her like feminine um you know femininity I think I just jacked that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nailed yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk a lot. No, I'm just kidding. We got it. 
That's okay. Tori makes up words all the time. I do. I <laughs> make up words. Spell. I can't spell. I, I mispronounce things. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Just roll with yeah, it. Yeah, we just go so, with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everything means something to the person that you're doing surgery on is what it comes down to. And regardless if it's not even their face, it still means so much to that person. Maybe it was from a scar from previous trauma or maybe it wasn't trauma. Maybe they just don't feel secure about it and they feel... Like it's something that's getting in the, in the way of their confidence, like to be able to have an effect on someone's life like that is just great. Yeah. It's probably a unique aspect of the PA life or that role. I'm curious, like, is there a good or common myth buster about being a PA that you want to myth bust? Yes, there is. Um, I would say a plastic surgery is not easy, but that's not really PA specific. PA specific, I would say that not every PA or NP, you know, wants to be an MD. That's pretty generic and mm. probably overused, mm-hmm. but it's so true. Um, and I would say I'm not, this is the end of my road, right? Like I still want to grow, but like being a PA is the end of my road. I'm not going to med school. Like I don't want to do my doctorate program. Like that thing just became a thing. So, Amen. I do not want my doctorate. Like, I think that's like, just fuck that. She you says she people. wants it for the title, but <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, who does like? Yeah, doctor. I just want it because it sounds cool, but like for what? It's not going to advance. Like, no, it's not going to advance me in my career anymore. I have a master's degree. Yeah. I'm utilizing my master's degree in a way that I have a great life and a great career. I don't need a fucking right. doctorate and I'm not going back. And I think that says a lot to the personality types that are NPs and MDs or sorry, are NPs and PAs because you go in knowing like people are going to ask for the doctor, but if you are like that, you know, strong mindset personality type of person, you don't really care. Like, you know, with humility aside mm-hmm. too, um, you obviously know that you feel confident in this, the care that you're going to give without needing to go to um, med school and that you're okay with that too, you know, not being the doctor. Well, I think people have to understand that you didn't go to med school because you couldn't. It's because you chose not to. Like I've had people be like, wow, you're, you're really smart. And I'm like, why are you saying that? Like you're surprised. Exactly. (laughs) All the time. All the time. Secondly, like, like you're surprised that I'm actually smart bitch second of all they'll be like you're really smart why didn't you go to med yeah. school that literally is not the those don't make any connection right. yeah. i didn't go to med school because i didn't have any desire to ever go to med right. school mm-hmm. not because i couldn't go to med school if i wanted to go to med school i fucking yeah. could i don't right want to. exactly thank you for coming <laughs> thank to my you. ted talk no but yeah i feel like people just coming to my TED talk. like say it people again just treat it that way like people yeah yeah all the time well, and, or they remember you as the medical assistant, which nothing against med assistants. They're awesome. And they have their place of like being a part of our team, but like, mm-hmm. it's very different. Very um, different. Um, can we, can we forgive those please? Yeah. Just as a side note, as we're in tr- if we don't fucking forgive and cancel student loans, I swear to God. Can we just keep them on? <laughs> oh, yes. Back? Can we please? I'm like, listen, you haven't, you've been fine the last almost two years not getting paid. Seriously. 
Cancel them. Cancel. 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 All cancel. the cancel culture anyway, things. Sorry, side Can note. we just cancel one? Yes, that would be cancel. the one thing to cancel. I also saw a tweet where it's like, you guys are hacking the wrong things. Like, why, why aren't yeah. one of you nerds hacking student loans and yeah. wiping those clean? I'm like, yeah, Preach. come on. Preach. Do us all a solid. Yeah. I'm curious, too, like, just from, like, a day-to-day, what does your day-to-day look like from, like, okay, Monday through Friday? Or, like, what does your schedule look like? Just curious. Just a general, like... You know. Okay, so I have to talk about this because I am literally obsessed with this new hydro jug. I have been using it for all of my shifts this past week. And first of all, the compliments that I have been getting on this jug is insane. And it's just so functional. Not to mention, I'm actually getting my water in. Okay, well, the one that we got is beautiful. It's amazing. It's the white pearl. It has the pink top and it's all shiny. And it's like a mermaid water jug. Barbie pink. It's so on brand for selfie. We're obsessed with this. So this is obviously our favorite one, you guys. It's a stainless steel hydro jug because not only is it on brand, but you can sip through the attached straw or remove the straw to pour it seamlessly. It has triple layered insulation, which will help keep your water nice and cold through your whole shift. The jug features a silicone base, which keeps it where you want it. And I'm telling you, I put it literally on the table and it does not go anywhere. That thing, once you put it down, is done. Not moving. What table? The nurse's station? The (laughs) nurse... I'm just saying, I. it's not a water bottle. It's a hydro jug. It's Absolutely. totally joint commission approved. <laughs> joint commission approved. Not to mention this, it does not have any condensation on the outside, which I love. It also has a fixed handle on the top. So when I'm carrying it into work, it's so easy. I'm just, we're obsessed with this thing. We love our hydro gut. We love it. And they have a glass one. They also have their pro version, which I kind of like for the gym, actually. But mm-hmm, it's a little mm-hmm. lighter than the stainless steel one to carry around. Absolutely. And all of them hold a half gallon of water, which you know. Oh, that is what I need to be doing with my life at minimum. So I love that it's my goal every day is okay, if I can drink one hydro jug a day, yes, that is a huge improvement for me. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to get to two, but if I can do one hydro jug a day, that is goals. goals. That's already way better than we're already doing. It also has like a nice wide mouth opening so you can easily add ice or even like throw some fruit in there if you want to be bougie. Mm-hmm. They and- also have, sorry. They have 40 different color combos. They're BPA free. 20 out of 10 recommends. Absolutely. So head over to hydrodug.com and use code SELFIE, that's C-E-L-L-F-I-E, to get 10% off of your order today. Again, that's the hydrodug.com. Use code SELFIE, C-E-L-L-F-I-E, and get 10% off of your order. Our schedule is absolutely nuts. Um, so let's see. Monday, we usually do a lot of lumps and bumps. So kids with, you know, babies with different bumps on their faces, whatever it is. Um, Mondays, we're in the OR. Tuesdays, we either have clinic. Um, So I'll see post-ops, Dr. Raj will see new patients. Or, you know, sometimes Mondays and Tuesdays flip. Then we have Wednesdays, definitely an all-OR day. Which those can be like 12 hours usually. Um, And then Thursdays, we usually tidy up the ends of all of our hospital consults and round on some patients before the weekend gets here, try to get them out. And Fridays, usually admin, admin mornings. So, you know, if we have any surgeries we have to book for Fridays, we'll put them on. If we have any, you know, patients who emergently like need to see us, we'll see them in clinic. It's kind of like a makeup day to catch up with the rest of the week. Do you do on call? Not in plastic surgery. No. Hell Woo! yeah, girl. Love that dream. <laughs> 
Were you on vascular? Oh, yes. Every third night. Yeah. <laughs> every third night, oh, every third ouch. weekend. For all the new students listening, always, 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 always ask for call pay. <laughs> call oh, pay, hot I tip. Mean, hot it tip. It is not included in your salary. It is never included in the salary. I don't care what anyone says. Then they can factor it out. All the dirty things they don't tell mm-hmm. you. Hmm. Yeah. Here's what I always say. The worst anyone can ever tell you is no. Exactly. Listen, I'm all about and negotiating. on-call pay is absolutely deserved. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one will yeah. ever offer you the power. Their, their highest bid. They're always offering you their lowest. And why would exactly. they not? That's smart. Or why would they? They'd That's smart stupid. on their part. Right, exactly. And it's because people yeah. fight at that. So it just... And it ruins the rest of the market for the rest of your profession. So if you want your profession to continue mm-hmm. to continually grow in their salary and pay and, you know, whatever, the wage, um, definitely, definitely negotiate. I feel like I should write something on that a eventually. closed mouth does not get fed. Mm. Exactly. Yes. You're dropping all the good ones today. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorites. Dropping yes. Honestly, that got me through. I'm just more like, pay me. Like pay what me. I'm worth. Just pay me. Pay yeah. me more. That's my pay me more. That's my 2022 motto. It's like more money, less problems. Less problems. <laughs> more money, more money, more Botox, yeah. baby. What's one thing? Okay, along these lines. Okay, we're going along that bloodline. Okay. What is one thing that you wish you had known uh, before becoming a PA? That it does not get easier after school. Um, and I mean that because you want yourself to succeed and you will. But that doesn't mean you need to kill yourself in the process. So basically think about your life and what your fundamental core values are of what you want everyday life to be like. And then think of your job. Because at at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying somewhere that you go for like at least 80% of your day, right? I don't know, 70, 80% of your day, like that's a miserable, miserable life. And you can't live, it's not sustainable. So I would definitely, that would be one thing I would change is just being realistic with myself. I think I was being a little too ambitious. And some people like they work great like that, right? Like I'm not speaking for everybody, but for myself. So switching kind of gears, your, your blogging journey, that's like you said, you were kind of one of the OGs, but what do you feel has been like the best part of this whole experience? Honestly, the community. I feel like at this point in time, anyone who's still around with my account is loyal, like loyal AF, because I'm not the TikTok dance type of person. Like, yeah, I'm still going to try a little bit, but I don't like my account doesn't. I want to see your moves. <laughs> Listen, you don't want to see my moves. I used to, God, Dr. Raj and I have so many like failed attempts at making TikToks. It is so cringy. <laughs> I, I would show you just for shits and you giggles. You gotta try a couple, you know. I, oh, we tried. Oh, we tried. They were not successful. Um, but no, I mean, my account's not the gimmicky, you know, trendy reels and TikToks. And yeah, like I get it. That's what it's evolving to be, but it's taking a, it's like adding to the noise, right? I don't, I hate adding to the noise. Yeah. And I, I wanted to give yeah. something different, especially after my, you know, my account kind of took off. I was like, okay, how do I make myself different in this arena? And how can I provide 
helpful information to people coming in the same path that I came up in. And so that's where the overall core of, of my site like became a thing. Um, now I'm like diving into more of the skincare and plastic surgery, you know, the stuff that where it merges. Um, and I tried to merge it beforehand in vascular with education and whatnot. But now I really, I enjoy providing, I think beforehand it was more of a to-do um, when I was providing education on vascular because I was also still learning. Um, and while I am still learning in plastic surgery, it's more of like a, a passion. So it, it doesn't feel as work-like. It's not yeah, as right. painful. Not that it was painful, but you know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a different dynamic, yeah, exactly. right? But what I love that you're touching on, because Sam and I feel so similarly, while we love we both love TikTok and yeah, we love the trends. Yeah. I love the idea that you're speaking about, about not adding to the yeah. noise. Like, I think that's an interesting dynamic because, you know, in terms of content creation, it's so hard these days to really stick to what you know, you, like the message yes. you want to put out or the vibes you want to yes. put out or the types of things, especially when things are rapidly changing. And I think what I love about you is you do, st it's very clear, like where you stick, you stick to what you know, you really enjoy what your audience wants to see, how you want to put out the content. And I think that's actually a really good conversation to have. I do love the idea of like pivoting and trying new things like, yeah, we could try it. But if it doesn't work for you, and your audience knows you so mm -hmm. well, you know, then really, really hone in on the things that you right. love. And that's, I love that you Thank do you. that. I appreciate it. That's honestly like a huge yeah. compliment. Um, and super appreciate like you saying that because I feel like it does often feel like you get lost in all of this, like in your face trends that you want, like, Hey, if you don't hop on this trend, like you are totally irrelevant. And at this point I'm like, I don't care if I am or if I'm not like yeah. this is that's not the purpose of my place here and I've never been relevant so jokes on you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god micro influencer can you guys just live closer wow. here we go <laughs> yeah yeah jokes <laughs> but it's so true like not everyone is going to give you all the greatest Instagram tips like no one freaking understands it so like just I don't know. Are you giving your best? Are you really helping people or are you just trying to get the attention? And I mean, well, I think, I mean okay, that that's a good, a good question, right? Because yeah, yeah of course. But yourself. I think that's a really Be good honest with yourself, you know? Right. Right. For sure. Because <laughs> ultimately we all have our jobs, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're medical professionals. Right. So it is, it's like that right. balance of like, you know, really knowing why we're there. Okay. What do we, what do we want to do? And like, I love, I also love what you're doing is you're sharing lifestyle. I love the lifestyle pieces. Cause you're kind of Thank like, I, that's a heavy piece mm -hmm. of what you do, which I love personally, but it is, it's hard. You know, Sam and I talk about this all the time. We love TikTok. We love yeah, all the trends. We love yeah, it. Who doesn't? But, but producing it is such a different, it it's such a different thing. Dude, it takes me like three hours to make a TikTok and then I'm just pissed Listen, off. Listen, yes. Sucks. Like, this shit is <laughs> Like, don't come across my, my living room after we have tried TikToking because I am just a so hard. Like, I am just mean. Mean and need a glass of wine at that point because I'm just, it's just not, it doesn't come naturally for me. It's definitely another challenge. I felt like I had the photography thing, like, kind of figured out. And like, okay, I can 
you know, this is the shot I want to get for this. So I could say this message and whatever. And then video came around and yeah, I am a little bitter about it, but it's because- Okay, like, Tori can like lip sync. Tori, you I do have not. a talent with that. I, it's like- I like watch it back and I'm like, how come my mouth is not who, who on were you in the 90s, sync with the Tori? words? Like, why is this so hard? You were my- yeah, You know- Millie, yeah. Millie Vanilli over here can like nail it and I'll like try to do it and I'm like talking and then I like watch it back and I'm like, this is literally off. There's like, only this is not sync up. Why do I suck at this? Yeah. There's only a handful that I, I know I can there's a couple where I see it and I'm like, I could do that. I've like practiced. I would and then I do it and I'm like like what I suck at this. Like I cannot lip sync. Yeah. Like it is not it's not. It, yeah. It's not working. They don't connect. Either. Yeah. yeah, and then I watch you. Do I think it's because like, I'm a good bullshitter, <laughs> you know. I'm a queen. Oh, of I'm a terrible. I just have like terrible. no rhythm. You are. I think it's like a rhythm thing or yeah, something. Yeah, it like, is. I, I don't know. I don't know. You I don't know. Yeah. But there's certain ones that you I see, and I'm like, I definitely know I'm not touching that. And then there's certain where I'm like, eh, yeah, touch no, that. you'll drop some, and I'm like, how does she yeah, do that? Yeah. I get annoyed because I'm like, it looks so easy. Like just say it along, yeah. and then I do it. And I'm like, what? I look like I'm having a stroke. It's like so bad. Like so annoying. Um, well, that and makes then I just get us. mad, and then yeah. I'm like, "Fuck this!" So I haven't made a TikTok. Dude, in I don't need TikTok. I'm just like this shit makes me mad. Dude, I don't even open up the app. Honestly, what's up? Okay, wait. I have a selfish question for Sam. Actually, oh, yeah. Um, do you have any good um tips for photography? Because Sam just got her camera, and she wants to get and in I don't on know how photography. To use it. I haven't even turned it on yet. <laughs> what did you just buy? What What camera did you get? I bought a DSLR. Okay. I bought a Canon 90D. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm about and to actually. Expensive ass lens. It's what? I bought some expensive ass lens. Yeah, all lens like, are... not the one that came with it. I bought some Whoa. expensive yeah. one thinking I'm going to just Whoa. be this like amazing photographer. I <laughs> actually I'm nervous. just bought a very yeah. similar camera, but for it only because it has okay. a face front camera, like where you can vlog because apparently this is like a challenge that has been on my mind that I need to get better at. I don't okay. want to talk about okay. it. Like, okay. gives me high blood this pressure. For you. Like, literally hate myself because of this. But I'm like, listen, if I'm gonna continue this thing, guess I gotta jump on board with something with video. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, you got I it. shoot with a Fuji film, but I okay. Those are really, I think, kind of hard to shoot with, mostly because I don't know. I've heard like the way they're operate, like the way you operate, is a little bit more difficult. But honestly, just play around with it. I literally knew zero things, and I don't know any words about using a camera I just know like this works well when you do this like I honestly should not talk about anything we love I'm this not on a shirt Listen, yes. I, I know my limits and you know I I'm not the one to talk about like ask me about plastic surgery but not camera <laughs> okay actually what I do want you to drop is the skincare routine oh, girl, I got you because you're Please. over here looking like a porcelain goddess God, oh, right now absolutely and I are notorious for just like breakout no I'm, like, I'm we'll walk in and we'll have matching listen zits. that's why I yeah. wear makeup today is because I am breaking out no no you are <laughs> oh, like gosh. yeah well. Um, Even on your worst day, you look stop, ten times no. better than we do, so it's but fine. You look <laughs> like how I look. Like you look right now on camera, how I look after I Photoshop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm real tea. Real tea. Yeah, it's okay. We're gonna roast ourselves all day. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> wow! 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 I love you guys so much. First of all, okay. So yes, let's talk skincare. Yeah, lay it on skincare, us. Skincare. Skincare. So, yes. I have very dry, dehydrated skin because of the hospital. 
Um, and I don't drink enough water Yay. ever. Yay. My kidneys are probably Mark hurting. <laughs> um, so honestly, I think it's just all about having like building from a basic regimen. I use a gentle cleanser morning and night. Um, and then after my gentle cleanser, I use, which granted I do splurge on my vitamin C. I use a SkinCeutical CE Ferulic, which you guys probably know about Holy Grail. It's like patented right now. So no, one- um, I'm going to need that link. Oh, yeah. You. Yeah. Send us a link. I even have sure. a downloadable yes, PDF yes, yes. for free. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, perfect. Just, yes. No, it's just a total like <laughs> plug, 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 plug. Um, no, I will use Ashley K10 (laughs) for my vitamin C. (laughs) No, no. Okay. Yes. But really though. Gentle cleanser, vitamin C. So you always want a cleanser and antioxidant to protect yourself from like environmental toxins. Um, just things that you come into contact every day with. Um, and how do you protect yourself from male toxins? (laughs) Can we come out with that yet in the skincare? Like, excuse me, you're bad for my skin. (laughs) a male mm-hmm. repellent yeah. Yeah. yeah excuse me you're making me Honestly, break out i need you out of my life let's just cut that out and find right. a way to patent <laughs> just kidding um done so, done <laughs> um and then i notice that when i do break out a lot of my breakouts personally are caused from irritation from like overdoing it so anything too harsh which took me a while to figure out um if it's not hormonal it's definitely from irritation so i like put on a thick moisturizer in the morning and then over that just my sunscreen um so my moisturizer is the triple lipid from uh skinceuticals it's pretty heavy if you're an oily type it's probably too heavy but you still need a moisturizer if you're an oily type um and then i use ltmd or color science sunscreen which they're all tinted so i don't wear makeup to work i just wear my tinted sunscreen and call it a day i look dead half the time but i mean the only person that has I don't to I just scare people yeah. <laughs> I probably just really make give the full experience of the hospital Rest you know? scary face. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I wear a hat to yeah. work when people at work yeah you're lucky you can yeah oh my gosh I wish well no I do wear a scrub hat duh I, I thought you meant baseball hat well, you wear a scrub hat, no, but, but she has used to wear a hat because she's on transport, oh, yeah. so she gets to Wait. rock a hat. I yeah. know. You're so badass. I can't. Okay. I mean, kind let's, of. Let's I'm just kidding. She's a baddie. She's a baddie. I know. Yesterday, I'm not even going to lie, though. I did do a little uh, jaunt into the hospital in front of some firemen. Ooh. I got a double take. I did. Make sure, <laughs> scrub, make sure the scrubs are fitting extra snug, yeah. you know? Oh, no, no, no. Flight suit. Flight suit, you you velcro the waist, snatch it. Honestly, in. I don't know. you can. My partner and I both saw we're like in a flight suit. Yes, I was yes. like, I got the double take. Okay, yeah. noted, yeah. noted. Still got yeah. it. Yeah. Still got like, it. I'm a baddie and I'm hot. So anyway, um. <laughs> yeah, amen. Enough of my Okay, so we got we got a sunscreen. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Back cleanser, to the sunscreen. Cleanser, a antioxidant and moisturizer, sunscreen. Four steps in the morning. Um, that's my like core four. And then at night, I also have a core four, but I'd say the like secret hack that I like love, um, that I swear by, especially for acne prone skin is the dentist, the dentist gross peel pads, the AHA, BHA pads. I've never been in a club with them. So this is not sponsored. So like I'm 100% on board with them. Pretty sure I write them all the time telling them how much I love their products, but um, it's a peel pad that's individually <laughs> hint, hint, yeah. hint. Hello, notice me. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. So it's a peel pad um, that's individually packed two steps. I actually cut mine in half and throw the rest in a Ziploc baggie so it lasts me double the time because 
I have so much space left. Up. You love a hack. Yeah. The peel pads are huge and, you know, they're expensive. I'm not going to lie. Pretty costly. But they work. They do work. They do work. They and work. I do it. I do those at night. Um, and they, depending on which peel pack you use, it has retinol in it. So retinol is like obviously the holy oh, grail of skincare. Yeah. I'm a big. Big anti-aging. Well, I'm a Trentinoan whore. Yes. I mean, who isn't? That's my honestly? thing. Okay, so I just got them to upgrade me from the 0.01% to the 0.05. So I'm ready to just like, just get younger before your eyes. So just the only thing with that is that with any like retinols or retinase, you need to just slow is the game because otherwise it'll just break out more from the irritation. And it has honestly, it used to be like such a struggle of mine to like incorporate retinol into my routine because I kept breaking out and I'm like why is my skin so sensitive so point point zero one is like a perfect starting ground it's very mild yeah I've been using that since like for like yeah, for a while six months perfect. and yeah. I don't like get irritation so then yeah, I was like can I yeah. step yeah, it up and then yeah. the doctor would tell me like use it every other day now oh wow yeah that's point oh one daily ideal. and so she was like okay if you're doing the point oh five she's like now just like use it less often but yeah, I'm like, and your yeah, skin to be honest I will say this, this it baby. looks really good I'm a little You're, I actually need to revamp honestly you need, you need to get on the trend to know I know skin. well from here you know like I think you it's great but I'm due, I'm due. well except for the bruise under my eye when my mom asked me what's wrong with my face <laughs> this morning <laughs> Wrong with you're like um mom just dark circles i want a blepharoplasty yeah. Wait, speaking why? of plastics can yeah. we just talk about okay let me just like wait zoom explain like, what it is so that's a eye, i don't know what that can is. be an upper okay. or lower eye yeah. lift essentially i want a lower blepharoplasty. got it actually i want an upper too because i feel like my crease like stop it i can't no. with her i can't with her i can't with her <laughs> Like, let me just now let me, let me pull it in. You might just need a brow, so, like an actual, just a getting a consultation. Okay, so <laughs> I had like Bell's palsy, camera. which I think also like fucked she me. She just up. went rogue. So, like, oh okay, right now, oh, this is a bad. I don't, this lighting actually is doing what it should no. be doing, but like, okay. I have like really Tear big drops. bags okay. under here and I've like done, yeah, filler. And I'm just like, okay, I feel like I just like need to cut this all out and just start over with life. Like this just, just got to go. And then this eye is like, I have a like ptosis. Like this is like a droopy <laughs> eyelid situation. Come closer and let's see. Like. <laughs> I just, now I need to like Get really look at you. Yeah. I am dying. Like... I am. No. Okay. <laughs> so wait, let's go back. Let's step back a little bit. Uh, so Maybe, I mean, maybe in the future, that'll be a great option, but not saying that you need it, first of all. Second of all, I think, start with your skincare. <laughs> I think you're being a little hard on your, you're being a little hard on yourself, Sam. We need to talk, we need to talk about this. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just, I think it's like, it's melting off of my actual bones. <laughs> okay, we need, we need all the tips. So I think there's several things you could do before considering a surgical option, which I mean, even my surgeon has these conversations because he's like, the last thing I want to do is cut on someone not knowing whether it's actually going to improve their concerns or not. So, I mean, I would say start first with maybe the eye cream you're using isn't working or isn't like appropriate for your like concerns under eye. So maybe have like a more hydrating and also maybe you're, are you drinking enough water? Like I know I don't. I just plain out don't. I know. Yeah. It's just I love coffee. Okay. 
It does. I mean, I also, I want a fat transfer to my face instead of. Okay. Can we talk about that really quick? Wait, time out. Can we talk about this? I really want to know because I keep, I'm starting to hear a lot more about um, injectors going fat instead of filler because of (laughs) long-term, like let's talk about Fat graftings. Yeah, sure. When someone says fat grafting versus using like filler, there's a lot of uncertainties about using like auto fat. First of all, it's going to metabolize a lot quicker and it's not going to be as seamless. So when it comes to like something like lips, I would never suggest, I mean, this is not my medical advice, but this is my personal opinion. I would never suggest that just because it's not going to look like, first of all, your body produces hyaluronic acid. That's what all of the fillers are composed of. Your body's going to metabolize it at some point. But the way it's made and like the consistency is just so seamless versus like, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone harvest fat before, but like we take it in syringes and we're like pushing it back and forth to like really mush it down and like get it nice and liquefied. And you don't know how your body's going to really like metabolize that and how fast. Whereas like this hyaluronic acid, like all the fillers have been studied to where they have like this overall pretty um projected time frame that it would last i mean obviously everyone's different you're gonna have different results with everything interesting okay what about for like under eyes though she's really focused on the other eye under eye under eyes i've got filler under my eyes and now i just feel like i'm melting so and it could be also misplaced so it's a very high risk area to inject first of all like so i would only go to a board certified plastic surgeon or like a APP who like finesses it every single day. Um, there are very few people who I would trust injecting under eyes because the people you see on social media are likely just getting lucky. They're not good, you know? Mm, that's a really good thing to talk about. Yeah. It's very dangerous and you can lose your eyesight. Like there's just so many things that can go wrong and not to scare you from it because there's so many good. No, it's good it. to be, well, we should know these things, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, I'm a huge proponent, you know, like obviously I'm all for like, Hey, you want, you want to fix that? And you like it all, what matters at the end of the day is what you see in the mirror. It doesn't matter what I see, what your surgeons, you know, it doesn't matter. And you just have to find someone who works best with you in that way. I think, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of things that some people might say, like, no way, I'm not doing that to you. I don't think you'll have good results or have improvement. But, you know, maybe I'm just not the good fit for you kind of thing. But um, and it goes same way with the patient. Um, you know, you should always like feel confident in your injector when like, you know, I do a lot of reconstruction, not as much cosmetics. So I can't really talk on fat versus bleph. Um, I've I've done a few bluffs, but they were also in combo with facelifts. So we did inject fat into our facelift um, patients, which really worked, but it was because we were already there and we were already, you know, it was already invasive and, and there was no downside to it. You didn't have to like add on, you know, a syringe of filler. Cause you can always do that in the clinic. So you can add some buckle fat or wherever, you know, depending on who your patient is, what they're lacking and where they need a little bit more. We could honestly go like all day with you. We, yeah. We're going to have to do a, like know, a part honestly. two with you because this is, this is just so much fun. Especially we love, next- let's do a follow up next. Cause I have so many other questions right now. That's me. Like in my advice, 
being fresh. Um, so I know in a year that'll be a lot more refined, um, as far as a non-cosmetic. Yeah, we're coming for you part two. Yeah, we are. I, we just I gotcha. love it. So much fun. We had so much fun with you yeah, today. Yeah, so much fun. Oh my God, we're obsessed. No, I kind of like want to I feel like I could like annoy you for like hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you have anything fun coming up that you want to share with the audience or anything that, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of things on my radar in my personal life and professional life. The blog, unfortunately, kind of took a backseat the past few months, but I did launch a new website, um, and it took a lot of freaking work, and I haven't even really introduced it appropriately to my audience, so I definitely say go check out my website. It looks amazing. Everyone needs to check out. It's with Ash- Ashley K, correct? Yeah, K-A-Y. K-A-Y mm-hmm. with Ashley K. Obsessed. I just and for anyone who's interested in becoming a PA or what it's like or things like that, I definitely highly recommend your website is phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, everyone just go look at it because I had a lot of blood, sweat, tears over that thing. Not that I did any of the back end work, but I did obviously the content and like everything else. But it just was a lot. Well, it's beautiful and you're rocking it, girl. Where can everybody find you? Obviously, pimp yourself out on all on your platforms. Where can everyone find you? So primarily Instagram at with Ashley K. And my website, I have, you know, plugins for all of that, you know, whether it's my website through the contact me there, you can always email me through that. And then Instagram, you know, we'll find out about TikTok in months to come. But for now, I mean, I am on TikTok, but it's a, yeah, yeah, it's to come. I'm definitely there. I'm just not as present on the other platforms. So we'll see. Thank you so much, Ashley, for coming on today. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for having me. Okay, did we just become best friends? I love Ashley. I know. And I am, now we recorded this a little bit back, Mm -hmm. back stock. I am going to be in Orlando. Should I try to stalk her? Oh, absolutely. You should try and meet up. I know. How fun would that be? I'm there for work, but like, I don't. We need to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to stalk her a little bit. Or we should just do like a trip. We just need to do all these trips. We we just need to start doing selfie on the road. (laughs) Oh my God, would that be fun? Yes. A little tour. Selfie on the road. Oh my gosh. Goals. We have goals here. Yes. Uh, okay, so quick shout out for you guys. Um, as you know, we just dropped our collab with Up at Dawn with Miss Tesla. They're cuter in person. I can't even okay. get over how freaking the pink is like chef's kiss. Oh, Barbie pink. It doesn't even like, I don't think photographs do it justice how freaking cute Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, and also because I have been wearing them nonstop. They're so soft. I can't believe how soft and then actually sturdy the compression socks are. So you guys definitely check them out. We have them linked in our bio. You guys can head over to Up at Dom and snag your pair there as well. Of course. Yes, we thank you for the support. Absolutely. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all the goodies, including our socks, our hydro jug, all the things there linked in the bio for you. And if you, as always, download, subscribe, rate and review, we appreciate it so much. It really helps us build and grow for you guys. So Drop your IG handle in the comments mm-hmm. and we will send you a little little swaggy bag. Absolutely. And exciting news. Um, I, we did get some new pins in. So we have some new pins, which are EKG. They're so cute. And uh, make sure you guys are following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Tori. And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.